Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I appreciate all you being here. I thought you might have been in Vegas for the Super Bowl, but because the tickets are so cheap, they start at 7000 a ticket. So I thought you'd all be there. So anyways, yeah, it's interesting how that, you know, people look at that and all the different things they spend money on. It's unbelievable. The Loges started it. They say the Loges up there, they started a million dollars. And most, some of them are two to three. So it's crazy, crazy. Anyway, so, hey, we're glad that you're here today. Uh, we're excited. If you're here or you're visiting or you're coming back, we've got, we're on a countdown here. Hoping, uh, I know guys, they always say I'm running early, but I'm hoping in a few weeks we're going to be over. Our, it's amazing of you to say that, but to be over in our new place. And got good news and bad news, okay? Good news is what I just said. The bad news is in that beautiful sanctuary that we've been, everybody's been working so hard on. There's no tables in there, okay? So I'm sorry, you guys, in the back. Now, there'll be tables in the coffee area and over in the corner and two big TVs. So if you have to, you can, I guess, sit out there. But anyway, so I hated to break that to you today, but... Uh, that's what's happening. So anyways, we're excited. Man, you guys have been so good to wait all these years. Finally, in a few weeks, we're going to be in our new place. So anyways, let's pray. Father, we are so grateful as we look to your word today. Lord, to know that the spiritual warfare that we face, Lord, whether it's at work, whether it's uh, personally, Lord, whether it's our families, whether it's discouragement or what we think about or, or just things that come at us every week, maybe know that where that's coming from. But know that we have victory through you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're going to look at today is what happens when you recognize. So when you recognize in your life, That that, meaning that, whatever, what I just prayed about, that, whatever it is, is spiritual. Spiritual warfare. Uh, You know, it's hard for us because we, you know, we live in this physical being and we do all these things. But we forget that we are are in constant warfare every day. And if you, and I recognize, I'm not saying it takes it away, but it sure makes it easier to know that as the Bible says, the battle is not yours. Battle's the Lord. So let's see in Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter chapter 6 and um, verses 12 and 13. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Let me stop right there. We. That, that's you and me. So it, it, it work. Or in a relationship, or maybe your kids as teenagers, or a relationship as a husband or wife, or as like I said in prayer, you fill it in. Whatever that there is conflict, recognize, recognize that we are spiritual beings. 
And as believers, your warfare is coming from the devil. The devil hates what we stand for. And to know that uh, he's coming after us, know that we don't wrestle. And you know what that actually means in the verbiage in that verse right there? It's hand-to-hand combat. That's what it's talking about. You do not grab somebody and you're wrestling back and forth and fighting. That's not, that's not happening face-to-face. It's happening spiritual. And it is real. And you know, as you walked in here today and the things that you faced last week, I really don't have to convince you of that. You know that it's taken place. For we, again, let me share verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Darkness. Isn't it amazing when something happens in your life, whatever it is, you just feel like, you just feel like, wham, I've been whacked. Where did that come from? Darkness. It came out of darkness. The devil works in darkness. And as he works in that realm, the way that we battle him is that we live in the light. And we do what God wants us to do. Let's continue. Darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. God's word says the devil is the power of this air, of this world. He is the prince of this world. Verse 13. Therefore, okay, so what are we supposed to do? What, you know, I always, say, I always say this, whether you've tuned in or whether you're here. You've made an effort to start your week out right now by worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And doing so, I honestly believe every one of us receives a blessing because of that. There's no question. Don't, don't just, you know, you're here today and you sing a couple songs and you listen to message. Okay, we, we're here. Okay, good. We did our thing and we need to leave. Maybe you grew up that way. I don't know. But I want you to know if you really recognize the spiritual aspect of being here today, God's going to bless you. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. It's what you're facing right now, whatever evil is going on. And having done all to stand. I want you to, I want you to realize something that's very important. God expects you and I to have that sword, the word of God in our hand, Right? But all throughout different areas of the Bible, he says to stand, to stand, to stand. In other words, if we are willing in the spirit to believe that he's going to do this, we look to Jesus, we stand there, and he fights what we can't see. When we begin to realize that, your energy is not sucked out of you every day for what's going on in your head or what's going on in different relationships or all these things that are happening. No, when we recognize, hey, wait a minute, this is, this is not my battle. God expects me to stand there and be willing to fight and know that by my faith and by me trusting him, he's going to battle the devil. It's interesting in the book of James, the Bible says that the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of 
of Jesus, the devils, in other words, the demons tremble. All God wants you to do in the battles that you're facing right now is recognize it's his battle, call upon the name of Jesus, and he takes over. Doesn't mean it's going to be over overnight. I'm just saying is we, when we begin to recognize that this battle is not yours. Man, there's like a... Man, because the evil day that we're living in, you know, you just begin to get a break and then, then all of a sudden you hear what your kids are going through at school or what they happen on the bus or what happened after school or what's happening at your workplace or what's happening to you, uh, things that you're dealing with that you don't want to tell anybody else. And it's constant battle. Recognize it is not yours. The battle that you're facing is what is so important. Don't focus on the devil. Don't focus on your problems and all the things that you're facing. Focus on Jesus. When we see Jesus, he knows that we are honoring him and he takes over every time that we do that. And when we take it back ourselves, he sits back. When we give it back to him, he goes back into win. We have to be willing to do it every day. Let's, let's look at a the second verse today. I want you to look at the book of Matthew to see it in real time in the time of Jesus' day in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. Notice now, many of you were familiar with this passage, how uh, Jesus, when he lived in this earth, that he was tempted by the devil three times, and finally the devil comes to him, and, and uh, before Jesus begins his ministry in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8. And again, the devil took Jesus or took him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. We, we, theologians and what I've read really believe that they looked in the spiritual realm and they were, even look, were able to look from the day of Jesus 2,000 years ago all the way up to now. All these things. The devil said to Jesus, I'll give them to you, all of them. Oh, and Jesus, what does he do? Continue. And he said to him, all these things I'll give you if you fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, notice he didn't, notice it's so important here, he didn't blink. He didn't hesitate. Notice when, the, when, the, when Jesus talked to the devil, it only took him a few scriptures to knock him down. It's amazing. Just, just a few. This word is so powerful. Yes. And when Jesus spoke of himself and spoke, and he, and he said this, and Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. In other words, the Lord is in control. He has the authority. Notice the devil couldn't do a thing. Away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord and the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. That, that's to you and to me. In other words, notice two things in there. It's the authority of Jesus. We have the authority of Jesus. That's why when we pray, when you pray at your meal or wherever you do today or you pray together at home or you pray by yourself, you always close in Jesus' name. The Lord tells us that in the book of John. 
that we pray in the name of Jesus. Because when we do, that means everything we prayed about, we've given to him and he takes it over. The name of Jesus. He has the authority over anything, anything that you and I face. He has the authority over it. The devil couldn't do a thing. He had to leave. Jesus said, away with you. And he had to leave. We see that and we recognize and we know what we can do and how that we can live in victory. Not on your own strength, not on mine, not on how much money you've been able to save and all that. That can be gone in a second. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with money. I'm saying, but you, if you worship that and you rely on that and you think that that's going to get you through everything in life, you're wrong. Remember I talked about a, a couple months ago how there, uh, a, a billionaire was being interviewed on a jet and he'd been divorced three or four times and the guy was talking to him, he's sitting on his $25 million jet and the guy, oh man, this is great. And this isn't a guy that's a, multi, that's a billionaire, not a millionaire, a billionaire. He says, yeah, yeah, it's great. He said, but I, 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 I made some mistakes along the way and, it, uh, uh, and he's hesitating. He's not completely happy. He's hesitating because he talked about how it cost him his family. He got what he wanted in this world. You know, you, you work hard enough, you can get what you want in this world. But if you do not put the Lord first, it will blow up in your life. God wants us, he's just here to remind us of that. You know, it's so interesting when I read that, and I so wish I could talk to, when I went to graduate school out in Los Angeles and saw a lot of stuff out there and so forth, but uh, just knowing and seeing all things in Sunset Boulevard, they always advertise all the big movies coming out, and they're all up there all the time. Our big tell, all the TV shows on the big billboards as you drive down Sunset Boulevard. I wish, I wish that I could buy one of those billboards someday and put this up there. You cannot, listen to me now, you cannot sell your soul to the devil. Can't do it. There is no, and what I put up there is that. You cannot sell your soul to the devil. And I'd have that on a billboard. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that. I'm give you, let, me, let me not go off a tangent, but just listen to me for a second. That if, if we worship the devil in this life, he'll give us what we want. But that, that thing of, of signing your contact tract and blood and, and with demons or those men in black that come in, that's true. That's real. All that happens. Don't get me wrong with that. And once they do all that, things begin to take off for them. And, and not everywhere in Hollywood. I'm not saying all Hollywood is bad, but a lot of it. If you sign your over in blood, did, did what? Here's the key. That you begin to worship him in every area, like, meaning the devil. Here's, here's what it is now. Who came to him? The demons or those that represented the devil? What is the devil? The devil is the father of lies. What happens to those people is when they have that and they actually believe, yeah, if they're going to totally worship the devil and the devil's going to give them whatever they want. That's true. That's true. Again, not in every area, but a lot of areas in Hollywood. Here's, here's the thing. When that happens, they leave knowing what they believe was true and they can never get out. And what happens to many of those people end up 
dying early or committing suicide because they actually believe they sold their soul. No one is there. Who's there to tell them that's not about? Yeah, are they worshiping the devils, all that stuff happening? Yes. But someone was there to tell them, you, you can't sell your soul. Yeah, if you worship him, yeah, he'll give you what you want. Your life can be ruined. But they think that there's no way out. Just the same as the devil lies, he's the father of it, the demons and all those. The same, it comes to you. And they come to me. They can't get in your life as a believer. But they can sure talk to you in your head. And if you are willing to recognize what's going on and you worship Jesus, just stand there with the sword in your hand, which is the word of God, and he will win what even never you're facing right now. Let's look at two more verses and we'll close. Look in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, that's, a, that's another name for Satan, the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him. In other words, we can too. Overcame him by the blood of the lamb. In other words, when Jesus died on the cross and you believe that and you accept Christ into your heart. We overcome the devil as believers because we know that Jesus now is fighting our battles. By the word of their testimony. You know, I can't explain this to you. Ask yourself this question. Maybe it's how long ago has, how long has it been as a believer the last time that you shared your testimony? Just within five minutes to somebody. How long? I'm not here to make you feel bad about it. I'm just here to ask you a question. How long has it been? We overcome the devil not only when we share our testimony and, and somebody else hears it. We're reminding ourselves. Man, this is what happened, and that's what happened, and this is where it was, and we, we're hearing all that. By the word of our testimony, by us actually knowing, you and I have a testimony different than the person sitting next to you, knowing that there is so unique and so unbelievable that any situation with the hundreds of people today, all the situations and different things that you've gone through, Every one of us can say, if we follow the Lord, he, when we give our testimony, he has been victorious. Amen. And not only just telling that person, you're reminding yourself. We overcome the devil by the word, by speaking what Jesus has done in our life. Yes. We realize, man, I have forgotten that. I've forgotten what the Lord did for me. And you remember that. And then you share that. And finally, to where it says, and we don't care what happens to our life. That's what it says, the last part of there. So much so that we, we don't care even to death. We're living in a time that really only up till now, maybe the last 10 years, that we could, we, that we could relate with New Testament saints. Some of you, here's why, with persecution. Because some of you, have been close to losing your job just because you're a believer. See, if you and I get to the place to know, I don't care what happens, if I live my life and I do what the, in other words, I, I don't care from here on out, 
what is going to happen or what the devil tries to do, he can never, ever win, even unto death. I don't quite understand this, but some way the Bible tells us that the devil has even power in death. But as a believer, all those saints that all the evil people of Jesus' day that were killed for the name of Jesus and even all over the world today, they're in heaven. See, we win. See, when you and I look at our life and say, man, all this is going, but Lord, you got it. You had it 10 years ago. You still got it. You're going to have it till the day that I die, whether I'm in persecution or whether someone tries to do something. You take a deep breath. Say, wow. Lord, no matter what happens to me, even if they, they fire me in my job because I'm a believer, you got something lined up for me. That's who Jesus is. That's what I'll do. When we totally know we overcome the devil by seeing Jesus and he has the authority and all the devil can do is flee. Let's close with this last verse. Over the book of, uh, I think it's the book of Romans chapter 16 and verse 20. Notice now we're in warfare. <laughs> it's interesting what it says. When we're, when we're in warfare, it's amazing this passage that the Lord refers unto himself as this. Romans 16, 20. And the God of peace, peace that passes all understanding. In other words, when you're hurting and you can't figure it out and you're trying to figure it out, Lord says, I will come to you and give you peace. Man, how many people do we hear today that if we think that they have it all and then they tell you they can't sleep at night? You know, and all the different things are going on. Hey, we, as a believer, we should just say, hey, Lord, you got this. Yeah, we all have times that we take it back and we try and figure it out ourselves. I'm not saying it, but I am saying this. The God of peace, that's what he's saying about himself. What will he do? This God of peace is also a warrior. We serve a warrior king who the devil can't do anything to. Jesus is not the man upstairs. He's not my buddy. He's not a cool guy that we can make jokes about or take his name in vain. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. And he says that he is the God of peace that does what? Doesn't even sound right, but listen to what he says. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. And then he finishes that passage. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Huh. Let me take the last five minutes of this and we're done and we're going to turn a little bit in the message. From you to the world we live in today. Let's not be naive. I'm not here to scare you, but God has got a peace in your life. That's why I said that. But I want you to know 
if you were living 15 years ago and there was a time warp and all of a sudden you went from there and plopped down right now into what we're living in, you would like, what? Uh, girls using guys' bathroom in high school? What? Huh? What, what, what's that? And, and this and that and I, I don't, what, what, what? And this is going on and that's going on and I, what? I don't even understand this world. And all the things that we see in unrest, God is letting you know today you can be at peace. But what I'm saying to you, though, is this world, you saw just another earthquake in California yesterday. This world, the Bible says the earth groans for Jesus to take over. In other words, all these things that we see, all this climate change happening, all this thing going on in the world, that's the earth groaning. It's wanting Jesus to come back. It wants that perfection of the creation. It knows how it was before the fall, and it wants to be back like that again and cries out to Jesus. What we see with that is this, the Middle East. When we live in a time we're living in and you want to know what's, where our world is headed, always look to the Middle East and Israel. We now see wars even coming up more and more and more. What, what's going to happen? What, what, are we, what are we at the introduction of that that we're seeing? Now, we believe that here at City Church, according to the Bible, that, that in the, we're out of here with the rapture, okay? But we still believe that we can't believe in what we're living in now. We never thought it would get here. So I don't know how bad it's going to get. I just know this. As we see what's going on and we hear, in other words, now, now uh, Russia is now backing Syria, which is going to go together with Iran. And now the Bible says that Russia is going to eventually come down and have war with Israel. We see that taking place. Gog and Magog is, the Bible says, the king of the north. We see what's happening in Russia. I don't think there's any coincidence that we saw uh, Putin, who leads Russia, was interviewed, and millions of people saw that by Tucker Carlson interviewed him. I don't, none of these things are coincidences. I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I'm just saying he's being propped up once again. It's getting closer. We see that Egypt is aligning with all the Arab nations except just a few, and they don't like I, Iran. They don't like Iran, and they, but they're, they're gathering together all. The kings of the south are coming together, and that's coming together. We see the east, the king of the east, China. Now, we know that the Bible says some 200 million man army that they're going to have, but there's also a belief in that that's a demonic army too. And knowing that the king of the east, I don't have to even tell you how China feels about us. We all know that. You've got the king of the north. You've got the king of the east. You've got the king of the south. And you see now, where are we in this? Well, somewhere in the west it comes in with the European nations and the United States and all of that. All of that the Antichrist is in the middle of. Some of those nations are not going to go along with him. He's also going to be at war. But he's going to come over and take that over the European Union, and he's going to come in, and they're going to look to him. And even I believe after we're raptured out, the United States is going to be a part of that. I don't, I don't know what's going to be left. 
because I don't know what's all going to happen with all the wars that we see taking place. I do know, and what I'm sharing with you is live your life in such a way that you see that it's coming to a close. It changes the way that we think. I'm so thankful, and you all have heard me this, share this, that you've waited 10 years, and we're going to a new place, which is unbelievable. It is truly amazing what the Lord has done and the miracle that he's given us. It's been 10 years, though. Maybe there's been some questions along the way, which there has been. It's not been easy. But that God of peace will crush, you fill in the blank, whatever it is. Are are you, just the same as I thank you as City Church, are you in your personal life, can you wait a little longer? Can you? I, I don't know. But I do know if you're willing to wait and say, Lord, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to take this word and I'm going to let you fight. Having done all as we started with, to stand with that sword in your hand, the word of God, all he asks you to do is to speak his word. Stay in it. Believe what it says. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I know in your life, I don't care. You fill in the blank. Again, I don't care if it's your workplace. I don't care if it's your marriage. I don't care if it's an adult child that's out in the world. If you are willing to believe Jesus and he has complete authority and Satan has to flee eventually, hang in there. Know that God is going to have the victory in your life and he will crush Satan under your feet. He's going to let you and I watch, watch Satan be defeated in whatever area that he's tried to destroy you at in your life. That's who we serve. He never loses. He's never lost. And he never will. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, because you can't do it on your own in that spiritual world, you let the Holy Spirit work in your life and you become strong in his word and you let the Holy Spirit do what only he can do. And all of a sudden, this will change a little bit and that will change a little bit. And, you know, we'd get tired along the way here at the city church and the Lord would do another miracle and something else would happen. And, all of a sudden, and, and, and I believe it was six different ministries that were vying to get the place that we're moving into. And as I told Ben, I, just, I can't explain it. I don't mean it arrogantly. I just knew that place was for us. I knew it. I had a calm about it. The God of peace, I had a calm about it. Our leadership had a calm about it. I want you to know in your life, do you, will you have a calm about whatever you're facing? Because God in your life and in my life is the Prince of Peace. He's the God of all comfort. And when we don't understand, that light will come in and and he will show you the next step. It's not down the road. If someone would have told me as we started City Church 10 years ago, we wouldn't be in a place for 10 years, 
man, I'd have been discouraged. But God did some unbelievable miracles along the way. Greatest miracle is he was working on me. He was working on our leadership. You know, as I prayed with with Brent in the back and and Ben and, and talking about it, Everybody in our leadership team has been hit hard spiritually, but the devil has already lost. And I want you to know today, I want you to know, please don't give up. No matter what you've been through, because all along the way, the Lord is going to let you, as the devil has hurt you and You've had those nights you've gone to bed crying to sleep and all those different, and you don't know what's going to happen. When you hold in there, he's going to let you watch him crush the devil under your feet. Jesus will do it, but you're a part of it. And when you and I see him do it, man, what a, what a, what a time rejoicing. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. Let me just say one more thing. What I just talked about. You're going to know. Many of you have not have been over at that new place. Every time we walk in, it is truly a miracle. You feel the Holy Spirit's present there. It is unbelievable. You've been a part of that. So I'm asking you today, will you wait? Will you wait? Will you wait? Will you give to the Lord right now? Right now, as he's got your attention from the message, not me, I'm just a messenger. He's got your attention and you fill in that blank. What is it that you're struggling with that's gone on for a while and you're tired and you're weary and you're wondering, when is this going to happen? When's it going to come? Lord, when are you going to come through? I'm here to tell you. I don't know. I just know you're here today to listen to this message to know that he is he is coming through it might be today it might be a year from now it might be five years now but if you trust him having to done all stand and to know that he's already won the battle on the cross of Calvary if you're watching here today and we have many that are I want you to know right now whatever you're facing I want you to know you tuned in because the Holy Spirit had you do that. And he wants you to know, if you are a believer and you're watching, can you wait a little longer? If you're not a believer, he wants you to know it all begins. Not just believing. A lot of people believe in God. But it's to trust him. It's to trust him. And ask him to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. So pray this prayer with me. If you want to find heaven as your home, if you want to see victory in your life, would you pray this prayer? Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I believe that you're, I believe that you're God's son that came into this world 2,000 years ago, that died on the cross for all of my sins. I ask you, Jesus, right now, through your perfect blood that was shed for me on that cross, please, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me for all of my sins. 
Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. From this day forward, help me to live by faith, by your resurrection power. Jesus, we ask you as we close this time out together, if there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior right in here, but as Ben leads us in worship today, may they come, may a friend bring a friend, or may they come forward, and I can open up your word and pray that same prayer with them, and they can find heaven as their home. Lord, we ask it, Jesus, in your name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get it our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.